Aloha there, dead and lovely listeners. It's a mini-sode spectacular episode of Dead and Lovely here with your host with the most. It's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben, and I am joined with my mini-sode co-hosts with the co-most. It's my lovely darling bride. It's Tanta Kate. It's a me. I am sorry about my rough voice, guys. I have the lungs of a Victorian orphan. Oh, why did that happen to you? Uh, well, my husband... That's gave me. me a cold two weeks ago. I did. And because I have very weak lungs as a sickly child, I am still recuperating the after effects of that cold. Well, there you go. Sharing is caring. You know, it's very important for us to share everything in our lives. So I thought it seemed like a considerate choice to let you know what I've been going through with my uh, with my little cold, right? That's how that works. I think this is just a warning about how sex has consequences. Okay, yeah, there, there was fluid exchange involved. It may have led to this. More details on the 9 o'clock news tonight, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. Well, either way, we just got back from seeing dang old Renfield, and we are here to give you guys a mini-sode review on it. We're going to try to keep this brief, mainly because you can't really talk very good right now. <laughs> Your voice is getting better. I, I mean, talk no... Oh, yeah, you all should have heard me two days ago. You wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just wouldn't have heard her two days ago, No. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep this kind of brief. We'll go spoiler free at first and then get a little bit spoilery with it. But I got to tell you guys, I had, I had a blast. Like the first time that we watched a trailer for this movie, I think it was before cocaine bear. Whenever we yeah, saw we, that, because Lindsay and Thomas knew about it already and were just staring at us. Yeah. While the trailer like, was playing. wait, just wait <laughs> for the reveal that it's fucking Nicholas Cage is Dracula. And it got there and you and I both just like freaked out and it's like, holy shit, we got to see that. So it just opened up. We knew we had to see it. And I was very, very, very fucking entertained this entire time. I had a great time. My expectations were already kind of high. I liked a lot of the cast. The trailer looked good. And uh, I think it exceeded expectations. I had a lovely time. How about you? I would fully agree with that. I had very high expectations. I love almost all forms of Dracula, the Dracula story that I've ever seen or read. Mm -hmm. I... Love Nicolas Cage. Obviously. Who doesn't? Fools. Fools. Villains. Scalawags. And uh, I, w I was just really stoked to watch this flick. And even the fact that I was in a slightly irritated mood from just walking in the theater and dealing with the... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's address this. Riviera. Because on we're my teenagers. Shit list. <laughs> on my shit list. Okay. Here's the deal, guys. So here in Tennessee, just maybe a couple of years ago, is when theaters started offering alcohol it at was, the concession stand. Yeah, it was usually like 2019. Yeah. Because they started it, and then we never got to enjoy it. Yeah, because of... COVID. Because of COVID. So, you know, it's like theaters come back, we come back to theaters, it's like, oh, wow, they got a bar and stuff, let's get some drinks. And it was like, wow, this was like 28 bucks, and it was really kind of disappointing. It's like, yeah, it's like you ordered... Well, like for me, I would order like a gin and tonic and it'd be like three fourths an ounce of house gin, which would be like Garbage. gin and vodka blend yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'd get like a blue moon and yeah. it's like $28. We're like, like this you, is, you gotta be kidding. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. So we still are total fucking punk rockers that just sneak our own booze into the theater because that's just what we do. So also, we, I want to drink a lot more than just like four ounces. Also that. And, you know, save some money. Be frugal about it. Come on. Unfortunately, the type of liquor that we buy and the amount that we pour, it's not really being frugal. It probably balances out. Maybe. But we get to enjoy a larger 
stronger drink for a sure. longer period of time. Why not? So we still sneak stuff in. We stopped at the liquor store on the way in. Grabbed ourselves just like I grabbed a some kind of beer in a can. You got what'd you get like a sparkling wine or something? Sparkling wine in a can, like it, not like with just two little cans. Yeah. And so we're like walking into theater, and then the guy's like, "Oh wait, hang on, I got to check your backpack, ma'am, to make sure there's nothing in it because." Obviously, there's so many fucking female movie theater shooters out there. I've got to make sure you're not packing an AK-47, ma'am, because that's how that works. And part of me was irritated where it's like, seriously, like if anybody's fucking causing trouble, it's definitely straight male fucking guy standing next to this lady with backpack anyway. But in a nation full of heavily armed people that are extremely untrained. You know what? I don't mind that you're checking backpacks as you go into movie theaters, but we weren't expecting it. And it's like, God damn it. You can't take drinks in here. You got to fucking throw those away. So we had to just throw our drinks away. That was lame guys. Come on. Well, anyway, so after all that debacle, we went into the theater and, and really did enjoy the flick, man. Like again, you know, without getting too spoilery about it or anything, uh, I was really, very, very happy with the level of gore plus comedy that was available in this. I feel like so many horror comedies and stuff just try to go kind of safe and, you know, get that PG-13 rating so a bunch of people can see it. Nobody gets grossed out or whatever. But, man, this movie went really hard into some extremely brutal shit while also keeping it really funny. Uh, I, I enjoyed that combination a lot. Yeah, it's... Uh if you're squeamish, not for you. Oh my god! But it is uproarious to watch. Yeah, it was it was great, man. It was great. It's like totally, I'll say, very Mortal Kombat inspired. Like so much of the violence and fight scenes and stuff were like, oh yeah, this is just like straight out of finish him shit. Um, <laughs> it was fucking brutal, and I was not expecting that from the trailers. Uh, really, really appreciated that they went that hard on the violence and stuff, which is also. Pretty surprising finding out that it's from, like, the guy that brought us the Lego movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we looked that up as uh, as we left the theater. Yeah, yeah. So I was impressed with that. And, yeah, the level of humor and everything in this is great. Like, I'm sure that you guys can gather from the trailer that it's kind of this analyzation of Dracula and Renfield's relationship as being this sort of toxic, codependent relationship and the movie really goes pretty in depth with that. Like it really does explore the nature of those two's relationship. And I enjoyed that very, very much. Uh, again, went deeper into that than I thought that they would do. Yeah. I mean, really the only big change is that instead of going mad, Renfield stays with Dracula from the 1800s until modern time, 2022 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really did appreciate that. I, I can't help but feel like, this movie feels like one of those things that like if, you know, if, if Steve and I on the show were like really tied into people with major directorial and producer budgets would just base a movie on some crap that we talked about on the show. Because I feel like that's one of those things that we would have talked about where we we're like, man, have you ever thought about those two dudes relationship? It's really codependent and toxic, right? Yeah. He's, you know, sort of a narcissist, that Dracula. Like, I feel like that's something we would have talked about on the show. And then... They just made a whole movie out of it. And it's great. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah. Great cast. Uh, Nicolas Cage. Holy shit. You can tell he was having the time of his life. Just chewing all the scenery. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that was like one of his dream roles is to get to play Dracula. Like he wanted to play 
Superman, which we know that the history of the Nicolas Cage Superman movie. If oh, you don't, yeah. holy shit, look up the Kevin Smith stuff on that. I think there's like a little Kevin Smith documentary. It like it's yeah. not actual a production. It's just like where somebody put together a lot of behind the scenes footage and yeah. put it on YouTube, something like that. It's fantastic. Definitely watch it. He wanted to play Superman. He wanted to play Captain Nemo, and he wanted to play Dracula. <laughs> Those were like his dream roles. So. He was definitely having a blast doing this. And I'll tell you, too, man, like the way that they styled him up, um, if you've seen the trailer, you know, I mean, he's got like the piranha teeth and stuff. But throughout the movie, you get to see Dracula through some of the different decades and even in different states of regeneration. Centuries, different centuries. Yeah. And like the different stages of regeneration after he's been injured and shit, most of which was practical makeup and looked fucking cool it looked so good yeah it was dope man and i feel like even keeping that stuff practical is kind of an homage to so many of the great dracula movies being practical effects based especially at the beginning of the movie where it was like kind of cut like kind of montaging like the history Mm -hmm. at the first and you just got to see like nosferatu bella lugosi uh Bram Stoker, like you got to see like all of the like homages to various versions, the great Draculas, film and book, like because I mean that's the thing is like the teeth are more book like mm-hmm. um, from other vampire lore, which is why they look that way in Supernatural because that's one of the vampire lores is like all of those teeth and the way that like the fangs themselves come out. Yeah, yeah. So like it follows all vampire lore. So like sometimes you'll watch vampire stuff and you're like. Mm, you guys are kind of making up your own shit. Or if you're like, okay, so we're going with this one. So like crucifixes don't hurt them, but the sun does. Picking or, and choosing. Cherry Yeah. Pick. So like, you know, all like especially modern day vampire lore, like it just kind of decides what it wants to be. The only thing he didn't do was sparkle. He didn't sparkle. No like, shimmering in this. No twilight homage. You, you kind of had hints of everything else, which was pretty great. Yeah. It was really cool, man. Yeah, and the, the pacing and everything was fantastic. Again, was the fast. effects and stuff were good. It was fucking funny. I feel like, like it was just like an hour and a half-ish. Yeah, it felt pretty brief to me. I really appreciate it. And, and again, the fact that like, you know, we, we just did Megan on the podcast, which I liked more than you. You thought it was pretty good. It was above your expectations, right? My expectations for that movie were so were in the low. Yeah. So when we watched it and I was like, oh... All right. It's probably like a five, five and a half. Yeah. Considering I expected it to be a two, like that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. But you know, that movie did kind of play it safe and play it in that PG 13 turf. It did the horror comedy thing that teenagers can still go to and non horror fans can still get into. But it, it didn't commit to anything, which is what bothered me about Megan was like, it wasn't scary. No fence riding. It wasn't sure. suspenseful. It wasn't funny. It like it just didn't commit to anything, and so I was like, you know, commit to the satire. That would have been like if it had played out the whole movie, like that commercial at the first of the movie. It's great. It would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. If they had gone full gory and kill zone, like Killbot, also would have been great. They didn't do either of those things. Mm-hmm. This one fully commits to comedic vampire horror movie. 
Yeah, it really, really did. And, and it's great. Yes, totally, man. Yeah, like if you're a gore hound, it's definitely going to satisfy you and keep you entertained, keep you laughing and stuff. I just really appreciated the fact that they didn't go for the cash in of like, well, if we tone it down, we can get more asses in seats, blah, blah, blah. It's like they knew that that's not what we wanted to see, at least me personally, you know, being uh, really hardcore into horror flicks and stuff. It's not what I wanted to see. Uh, a toned down PG 13 version of this. They really committed to it and uh, made what they wanted to make. It seems like, so I really appreciate that fact. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I don't really have a ton of complaints about it, honestly, as we're still in the spoiler free section. No, not really. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more from the female characters, but what they had for them wasn't bad and it just would have lengthened the movie. And I, they had it at a good time. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, let's go ahead and get into some spoiler territory right here. We'll get a little bit spoilery with it. Although there's not really that much to like spoil. It's not like this is a really big like twists and turns M. Night Shyamalan kind of production or anything. Uh, it's Dracula. Yeah, it's Dracula. You know, it's pretty much what you're expecting out of it. But from here on, we might dig a little bit more deeply into the movie and spoil some stuff for you. So... Uh, listener, beware, you're in for a scare. Oh, also, before we hit spoilers, can I just say it was fun to see John Raphael not being a total idiot? Oh, my God, right? <laughs> yeah, for once. Like, usually that guy's a complete moron. I mean, he's still a shithead in this, but... I, but I feel like it's a good transition for him to be like, hey, I don't have to play a total moron. Yeah, yeah, there's more to him than that. Yeah, so speaking of him, this is one thing about the movie that Wait, I... are we spoiling? Or yeah, you... yeah, we're getting into spoilers okay, now. Okay, so spoilers now. Yeah, yeah. Like, one element about the movie I didn't expect is for there to be this tie-in with this, like, crime family. Like, like I mafia. thought... Yeah, like, that, that was, really, was cool. really cool to me. Like, I liked how those two things played into each other and how those storylines crisscrossed with the cop and with Renfield and all this stuff. Like, it made it more entertaining and more multifaceted than just being about, like, oh, here's Renfield. He's trying to get away from Dracula because it's a codependent, parasitic relationship. It added some uh, some elements to the movie that I wasn't really expecting. I also really liked um, that the mafia boss was the mother, which I had to look her up to find out how I recognized her because that woman has been in... She's a character actress from, like, tons of stuff. But she she has, like, a... Um, oh, what's her name? The Blue Velvet. Oh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Is that Isabella Rossellini? Is, yeah, she's got, like, an Isabella Rossellini. She's, like, a Latin Isabella Rossellini like vibe to her which i love she's great and so i re i know her from punisher but she's seriously in like tons of stuff mm -hmm. yeah she was great and yeah the way that they kind of wove that story through the entire um you know vampire a story i thought was cool there's some good back and forth again there was like characters that were crossing over and everything in there didn't expect that didn't know that was going to be an element and i really enjoyed it i liked the mafia tie-in i liked how just everybody became like superhuman near the oh, yeah, end. Yeah, so like, like it was everybody like became a killer familiar. fight scene and it was really neat. Yeah, yeah. And I even like how they kind of hatched out that Dracula's plot was like, oh no, everybody in the world is going to be a friend or food to me. He's like, fuck it. Like I've, I've lived in the shadows and just drank blood long enough. I need to expand outward. Fuck it. Let's just try to take over the world with his little plot for global domination and shit. Well, that was thanks to Renfield because Renfield was like, we're doing the same thing over and over. Why can't we just live? And he was like, you're right. Yeah. Let's take over. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not where I was going. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. Nicholas Cage, dude. Holy shit. Like 
There were parts in the movie I I had a little trouble understanding what he was saying, and I realize it's because that motherfucker probably had fake vampire teeth in while speaking because he's like, that's how he would talk if his teeth looked like this. Well, but that's also the whole, like, Bela Lugosi, like, and, like, the vampire movies from, like, the 50s and 60s, where it's, like, lispy because of the fake teeth. So, like, I figured it was, like, part homage Oh yeah, probably because of that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Bella Lugosi stuff is real heavy in this. But, um, but you can tell just how much fun he had through the whole thing. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. He he really really killed it. He was fantastic, and like the people from the support group and all that shit. All of that was so funny. That one chick just kept getting pissed because her story kept getting interrupted. Yeah. She's like, can't I just have a fucking share for once, Jesus? <laughs> that was all really great, and I like too how like they really. You know, they talked about those two's relationship where it's like at first it's like, oh, you know, he figures out Dracula's a narcissist. This guy's a total narcissist. Uh, it's never about what I want. It's about what he wants. And then by the end, he realizes he's like, actually, we're in a codependent relationship because I gave him the power. Yeah. I love that it goes through these phases. Like these two really going through shit just like any codependent couple would. Like, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of people that probably need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they'd pull their own parallels from it, but probably not. It couldn't hurt. It could not hurt. Yeah, like it really does a good job of of going that way and dissecting that relationship between those two and showing how you can get out of a relationship <laughs> with a narcissist and shit. Like that was all really good to me, and I don't think played out in any kind of like corny cliche or like oh they're gay <laughs> kind of way. No, I mean it's usually played off pretty funny. Yeah. And I also really loved that when he got away from Dracula, Renfield just went to like bright pastel colors. Oh, dude. Like you, it was garish. When he had that getting his life together montage in the middle of the movie. where That it's was hilarious. Amazing. He gets his own place and he picks out a wardrobe and he gets like bed sheets with kitties on them and just like gets his life together. But everything is just garishly pastel yeah yeah it's, the walls are like orange and pink and blue and he's wearing the same colors Checkered sweaters with colors and it's insane it's really great man i kind of was wondering if they were going to drive the romance element you know between him and aquafina harder i am really glad they didn't because when that they kind of didn't when it kind of started i was like no 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 stop Doesn't have to be that again we don't need a fucking romance in every fucking story we don't need that but then it did, like, they immediately, like, killed it. Like, nope, that's not this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I was kind of wondering, too, with all the, you know, relationship analysis that this movie does, it's like, were they just going to say the way to get out of a toxic relationship is to get in a different one? Because it's not, really. No, like, no, no. Fix you yourself. Yeah, you got to figure out who you are. Yeah, which he does. Like, he doesn't just bounce from, you know, the Dracula relationship to being in a relationship with this cop. I like that they didn't play that up, and I was really expecting him to do that, for it to end with them having a kiss and a leg going up and yada yada, but you're right. They kind of they kind of nipped that in the bud. Yeah, like pr pretty quickly where she yeah. was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like that. That was cool, man. Jesus, it was brutal. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Can we, can we talk about the fight scene? Holy shit, dude. Like, the, I, the apartment fight scene? Yeah. Like, I almost like jumped out of my seat and yelled when he like, Kicked that guy, but held onto his arms and then yeah. hit somebody with his arm and then stabbed another dude with that arm bone. Threw a guy's arm at another guy and impaled him. Yeah. 
And then like he like so he good. like rode that guy down the big open space after he like stomped on him oh, in and the he air. like waves. It's total <laughs> Mortal Kombat shit, dude. And they even go as far as to like doing just a straight up X-ray kill in it. That is one of the best deaths I've ever seen. That was so fucking it was fun. Great. Oh my god, yeah. Like, uh, what's it? John 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 Ralphio. Right? John Ralphio. Yeah. He like jumps at him. Let me find his name. Keep yeah, talking. yeah. And Renfield like eats a bug to get you know, the the power back. And hits him with this just like full force fucking kick to the chest. And it shows that like shatter every bone in his body. And then like just as a little side note, it's like he also shoots fucking viscera out of his ass and his mouth at the same time. Because <laughs> he just obliterated this dude's entire insides. That was amazing. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Yeah, I feel like I should know that. Also, I feel really bad. I said the mother was... Um like a Latin yeah. Isabella Rossellini. She's an Iranian Isabella Iranian. R- Rossellini. Oh, okay. Well, there you <laughs> Sorry go. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the brutality and stuff was just through the roof, man. Whenever he like punches that assassin's head off his shoulders, just punches his head off. He punches a few people's heads off. There's a lot of gore in this. When he Holy shit. pulled that guy's ski mask and he just pulled his face skin. That was a psycho gore man moment, dude. Oh, I loved it. Holy cow. It just rips so his face off. Yeah, it felt like, you know, a lot of the, you know, massive amounts of blood were obviously CG, but they look they look pretty cool to me. It was stylized. Also like, yeah, like it's stylized. It was really fast edits and quick cutting and like a ton, like involved with a shitload of action. So it was hard to get too static on like, there's some computer spray, there's some more computer spray. Yeah, the slow-mo CGI blood spray is the worst and the most overdone and the most obvious, and they avoided that stuff. Yeah, the editing and everything in this was all really good and really well put together to where, like you said, the gore was never noticeably fake exactly, but it was it was plentiful. Yeah, like it wasn't as stylized as like Burton blood, but... It wasn't Giallo blood, yeah. It, it's close. Yeah, again, it looked like Mortal Kombat. If you've seen the blood and stuff in the newer MK games, that's really what it it looks like. I, I really, really enjoyed it, man. And what's his name from fucking About a Boy, whatever that dude's name is, that plays Renfield in it. Hang on. Yeah, we looked up his name earlier, too, and it was like, yep, should know that, too. Probably Nicholas sm- Holt. Yep, probably smoked Holt. that one away at some time. Yeah. That guy's great, dude. Dude, he's in so much stuff. Yeah, he's a dang, uh, he's a dang beast in the X-Men. He's uh, Nox in... Uh, Mad Max. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Shit! Witness me, dude. Yeah. Fuck! That's like him he's too. Shitloads of stuff. I forget about that. I <laughs> we don't know need why. to know his name, dude. Like I always go back to, oh, it's that guy from About a Boy, That's and it. I don't know why. What's the first place we saw him? Shake your mmm. Watch yourself. Shake your mmm. Also, that's just a great movie. If anybody needs to see it, it's been a lot of times since we watched that. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. This was above and beyond my my expectations for it. I thought it ended well. I love them just destroying the ever living shit out of Dracula. That was fucking cool. Did, and like, and we're, since we're in the spoiler, like the way they kill Dracula, awesome. and they're just like, I don't know. There's a lot of different ideas about how you kill Dracula, so we just did them all, did all and of them. we'll see if it works. And maybe he'll stay dead, and maybe he won't. Yeah, which is fun too, because it's like I don't know. Maybe there's a sequel. Maybe not. It'd yeah. be fine if they didn't. Honestly, if it was just standalone, that'd be totally. Fine I would me. like it if they didn't. I, hate that everything has a sequel nowadays Every fucking thing, yeah i just like that they left it kind of open-ended about like we don't even know if this will work but it'll at least take him a long time to put himself together yeah totally but i feel like if they if they did that it would kind of cheapen it because really ultimately this isn't so much of a 
you know, man versus Dracula movie as it is a movie about relationships and codependency and toxic relationships. And it's like, you don't really need a sequel to that really, unless you're just going to turn it into an action movie and it's just an all out fight. This is a movie about codependent relationships in the same way that Zack and Mary make a porno is the best romantic comedy ever made. It's so good. Like it's the, (laughs) like you're like, you don't expect it, but it's there and it's accurate. And it does nail it. You're like, actually, you know what? Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Good, man. Man, this is totally getting honorary, you know, Saturday afternoon during Halloween status. Oh, it'll automatically be a ha- like an annual Halloween movie. Oh, for sure. Every time. Yeah, like, for this sure. This is going into the roster. Yep, yep. Really, really enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I hope you guys do too. Do you guys, Do you have anything else you want to say about the movie? No, it's great. Go see it. It's yeah. super fun. Go check it out for sure. Support R-rated horror comedies that are original, that are not remakes, that are not sequels, that are not requels. We actually should have said that before the spoiler-free part because yeah, theoretically, these people have already supported. Yeah, well, maybe. Could be. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to see that this wasn't any of those things and it stood on its own two feet and it was a, a fucking blast. So really enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys did too. Let us know over on our Facebook group where you can hang out with us. Also check us out on Instagram and Twitter and Patreon and everywhere else you guys can check out the show on the internet, social media um, market. You can find our link tree page really easily. Find all of our links on there and uh, support us and hang out with your boys and your girls over there. So hopefully we'll catch up with you guys and hear your thoughts about this movie here soon. But uh, in the meantime, thanks so much for listening. We got a bunch of other uh, cool mini-sode stuff coming up for you guys here soon. We're going to go check out the new Evil Dead this week. This comes out on Thursday. It's Monday right now. We're going to check it out on Thursday. And you meant to record with West Coast. It's got to be yeah, Friday slightly or something. delayed. Yeah. Uh, I am not looking forward to it. Are you excited about it? No, I think it's going to be absolutely terrible. It looks and terrible. If we were not doing, well, if you were not doing a mini-sode, I would not be going to the theaters to see it. Honestly, yeah. Like, it, it just looks like they just took some random property and slapped the name Evil Dead on it, uh, which is fucking disgraceful considering it's one of the most legendary franchises ever. So, I don't know. Hopefully we're surprised, but we'll find out soon enough. I would love to be surprised. I would love to. I mean, I was by the Fede Alvarez one, man. That was pretty dope. The which one? The 2013 remake. Oh, no, I didn't like that one either. I like that one. That was a little too male gazy hmm. for me, especially hmm. that rape scene. Well, um, okay. But, yeah, that, uh, I have incredibly low expectations. Yeah, same. So we'll find out about that one here soon enough on the show. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys later on. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Uncle Ben. I'm Tante Kate. And we've been dead and lovely. We'll catch you guys later. Bye now.